Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is... Wednesday, September 28th. Thank you guys for joining us as we get things going this morning. <clears throat> Need to clear the throat a little bit. Um, it is, uh, we lo- love getting your check-ins too. Thank you guys for doing that. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Mike is checking in. So it's Melodies, Martin, Don, Bruno. Uh, we have Soma checking in. Monica, thank you guys for that. Also checking in on our text line at 702 364 400 you can call us you can text us at that number anytime we have um michelle checking in this morning so is rick diane and sarah raul rudy sandel jan texas moore family cujo melissa and francis marcus and maria buckeye bob brian s all listening so thank you for that good morning good morning wasn't expecting rain a little rain this morning and the lightning storm out there as well wasn't expecting that this morning driving into work yeah it kind of came out of nowhere i'm kind of bummed i just got my car washed over the weekend and i was like oh seriously uh why and it was just just enough to mess up my car no it wasn't anything like super bad driving in it was just like oh man come on i noticed your car when i got in my car yesterday after the show your car was looking good too yeah it was polished up looking shiny yeah well not anymore. That's life. <laughs> that is life. I have a couple things for you, actually. Um, first off, how excited are you guys this weekend? I was thinking about that. How excited about Sophie coming back? And this will be the first time she's home since she left for school, right? Uh, yeah, it sure is. Yeah, we're very excited. We're looking forward to it. I think she's equally excited. She's kind of had a, a rough uh, week, and so she's just, uh, yeah, she she's ready to come home. Aw, get, yeah. get, get it. Those, I remember the first time, you know, if you want to think about the first time you left home when you were that age, you went to either college or just moved away, and the excitement of going back home for the first time. So she must be thrilled getting back here this weekend yeah, to see you guys. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing her. I, w- I went to school in Boulder, which was like 45 minutes away from where. I lived in Littleton, so it wasn't that big of a deal. I could literally like drive home, and so um, the first time I really left home was when I moved here. You know, I, I, I this was the furthest I had ever been away from home, and so I don't remember going back home, but I, I do remember when my parents would come visit me, I would get really excited. It's a special treat when family yeah. comes out and see you. I moved in January to Las Vegas. It was ninety five, but and then I finally went home for the first time. It was June, June or July. It was a last minute trip for a week, and just that excitement of going home and seeing your seeing your family and getting home-cooked meal for mom and seeing your friends and everything. So that's an exciting thing. Uh, the second thing I thought of uh, about you was 
nightmares last night? Are you, are you any more nightmares? You're having nightmares the past couple nights. I'm just they having weird dreams. Weird dreams. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I I was I, I like I haven't been a hundred percent. I had a I had a sinus infection. Took my Z pack. It knocked it out. The pain was gone. But then like now I have this chest thing, and I was like, okay. It, it's gotta be it's gotta be COVID it's not I keep I did another test again last night I called my doctor he's like there's just something going all around like there's a chest cold going around and I'm like oh my goodness this is so frustrating so I'm just like I don't know if it has to do with that I, I was gonna take NyQuil last night but I was like I'll never wake up if I take NyQuil I know. so <laughs> I just I don't, know, I don't know if it's just cause I'm, I'm not feeling great and by the time my, my head hits the pillow I, uh, I, I'm just so exhausted. I fall into a deep sleep or what, but, um, no, no nightmares, like the really scary ones I was having, but still just really vivid, kind of weird the dreams. Weird dreams. Oh uh, yeah. Just not COVID people get sick still. And yeah, there's yeah. definitely, there's definitely something going around. There's, uh, I don't know about here at the radio station, but I know at the TV station, there were a, a handful of people that had really bad sinus infections last week. And I think they're on the tail end of getting better, but yeah, there's definitely something going around the Valley right now. Yeah. It's a, it's just like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. you know, because my mind is fine, but then my chest is like, <sighs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel better than I did that last week. That is for sure. That was, I was in immense pain, like the left side, my ear, my head, it was just, it's such pain. So at least that part's taken care of. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the baby steps. Well, the, and they kicked in right before the food drive. And if you would have come in and said that you were feeling under the weather, no one would have been able to tell. Like you, you nothing changed with your voice, performance wise, energy, like nothing changed. If you would have came in, it didn't say anything to anybody. I don't think anybody would have known you were sick last week. Yeah, and I even feel bad talking about it now because nobody wants to hear when other people talk about being sick. So I was like, you know, just keep it to yourself. Don't say anything. No, just get, sure, get over this. Sure. And so here I am. Here I am talking about it. But no, actually, I'm feeling a little bit better this morning. And uh, you doing well this morning? Yeah, all's good in my world. Can't all complain. right. Well, let's let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Jump by Criss Cross? Do you want to hear Freak on a Leash by Korn? Do you want to hear the one by Backstreet Boys? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. It's super easy. You can call us at 702-364-9400. Text us at that same number. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or vote on our Facebook. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Thanks to the new Netflix series Dahmer, a lot of young people are now learning who Jeffrey Dahmer is for the first time, and they want to retroactively cancel the Katy Perry song Dark Horse. If you didn't know, the rap break by Juicy J includes the line, She's a beast. I call her karma. She eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. Here's the actual line from the song. She's a beast. I call her karma. She eats your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. 
Uh, here's a sample tweet. I don't know who Jeff, or I didn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer was until last week, but now knowing what he did, Juicy J is sick for making people, especially little kids, sing that man's name. And Katy Perry is also sick for allowing that lyric in her song. You didn't know who he was. Maybe you should do some research first. <laughs> Come on. People are also coming after Kesha, too. She's got a song called Cannibal, which came out in 2010 and also named Drop Dahmer as well. That's, yeah, that's crazy. What do you think of this? Uh, it's official. Hugh Jackman will return as Wolverine for Deadpool 3. It'll be the first time seeing him together with Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool since 2009's X-Men Origins, Wolverine. The last time Hugh played Wolverine was in 2017's Logan, and he swore that he was done. So they made the announcement yesterday in a, in a Twitter video. In it, Ryan says he's been thinking of ways to make Deadpool's first appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe special. He then asks Hugh if he wants to play Wolverine one more time, to which Hugh responds with a simple, yeah, sure, it's, it's very nonchalant. Here's that audio. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. And he's back. Well, I didn't know he left. That's cool. <laughs> I remember when he was done, saying he was done with the whole thing, yeah. and he's not coming back, and all of a sudden, here we are, what, five years later, and he's, he's back in the game. Yeah, that's cool. The holy grail of Walking Dead props. If you watch The Walking Dead, you know what I'm talking about here. Negan's barbed wire wrapped baseball bat, Lucille, is up for auction. Oh, wow. This is what they call a hero version, meaning it's made to look as realistic as possible for close-up. So this was held. So it was seen on the show. It's something that Jeffrey Dean Morgan used on the show. The bidding is already up to $7,000, and the auction doesn't wrap up until October 15th. If you like The Walking Dead, the, the website is golden.co, and they have a bunch of stuff, including Daryl's Honda Nighthawk motorcycle, one of Rick's bloody sheriff costumes, one of Michonne's uh, swords. There's a police car in there. Carl's hat that he wore. That's up for grabs as well. They have uh, so many items. If you like The Walking Dead, it's a cool thing to check out. That's cool. It sounds like a fan's dream on that. And then uh, I got time for one more here. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We now know it'll be two hours and 41 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. I don't have this. Patience for that. Well, did, you, did you sit through uh, Endgame? Because that was three hours. That's true. I did. And I loved every minute of it. So I'm sure I probably won't notice. This uh, sequel will be the second longest title in the Marvel Cinematic Universe behind the Avengers movie, which was three hours. The original Black Panther was two hours and 15 minutes. So this new one will be two hours and 41 minutes. It'll hit theaters on November 11th. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. And in the 7 o'clock hour, tickets for you to go see these guys right here. Maroon 5. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1705. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, September 28th, 6 o'clock. Some lightning out there, a little bit of rain in the southwest part of the valley, but it's moving across and uh, not expected. We were talking about that this morning. Did not know where that came from. It was not on my radar at all. Same, same. <laughs> driving in, uh, driving in, I started to see some of the lightning off in the distance. I'm like, that's cool. And then I got on the 215, and that's when uh, I started hitting some of the rain this morning. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, where did this come from? How are you this morning? I'm good. I, I went to the gym last night, and um, it was something interesting at the gym last night. There, there was a woman there, and she was in great shape, and I'm, I'm doing one extra size and there's a guy next to me and she's kind of like real close to him like in his space cheering him on I got my headphones on so I can't hear but I can tell she's like kind of like you know motivating him and I'm thinking she's with the guy or something and uh, then she walks away and then I happen to notice her like on the other side of the gym like doing a, 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 a working out and then but she's cheering on another guy as well oh and, and it was like her thing she was working away around the gym just cheering people on motivating people to work out 
It was the strangest thing last night. She didn't do that for you? Well, I kept waiting. I'm like, oh, she's not going to come up to me. She's not going to, uh, I'm going to be left out. And so it was, uh, finally I was, I'm doing curls and I saw her come across and she came up in front of me and she just got in front of me. She just like nodded her head very intense. She's like, yeah, you got it, man. I'm like, yeah, I nodded my head back. And then she moved on to someone else. Well, that seems very nice. She was, yeah, she was like Miss Motivation last night at the gym. I, I, I was going to say, well, maybe she knew those those people, but if she came up to you and, and you didn't know her, then it was obvious that she was, uh, make it, did she work there? Or? No, and it's the first time, uh, first time I've seen her. I see you know, a lot of repeat people at the gym going around the same time uh, for the past 10 years, and you, you tend to know the, the people that are there in the afternoon, and I've never seen her before. Maybe she went in the mornings before, and she's here in the afternoon, but yeah, it was just a weird gym encounter, and that was her thing. Interesting. And it was funny watching her, because some people she go up to they're like oh what are you doing why are you cheering me on i'm not used to this but other people are like yeah i kind of like you know nodded back at her it was it was, it was fun wow that's uh that, that, I, kudos to her i mean that sometimes you need that little push and if someone's going up there and cheering for you that's real that's super sweet yeah she's motivating you you yeah. need a spot or something like that I yeah like it. yeah i was I, at first i'm like what is this woman doing i'm like okay i get it i get it when, when are you gonna come to me and she got in front of me and cheered me on there you go <laughs> that's cool that's nice and all's well in your world yeah good uh good night for me yesterday um, uh, my daughter had a volleyball game, and so um, I went there right after the TV show. I got there about, um, I, I would say, halfway through the first game. They they played best of three, so um, it was really close, and then they ended up winning the first game. So second game comes around, and the other team is really good, too. They are, uh, they are just, yeah, just great. And my daughter knows a couple of the girls on the other team because they play club volleyball together. And the other team just pulls out ahead and the games end at 25. So at one point it was 23-11 for the other team. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, oh, they're going to win this. So then they, um, my daughter's team gets the ball back and they, one of her teammates starts serving and serving and serving and she pulls it back to 23-22. Oh my gosh. We, We were like, oh my gosh. So we're going nuts. We're we're screaming. The other team gets the ball. They serve. They they miss it. It goes back. So at this point it's 24 now 23. So our team is serving it and uh they they get it like an ace. So it's 24-24. Come on. And they were down 23-11 at one yes. point? Yes. Oh, my God. They ended up winning. <gasps> we could not believe nice. it. It was so crazy. <laughs> like, it, it, I, I, you know, I, I felt terrible for the other team because I know the girls and they're super nice and it must have been heartbreaking. Their coach was not happy. But um, we were just, uh, I was telling my daughter, I'm like, you guys never gave up. Like, you were down. And if I'm thinking me as a player, I, I probably would have given up. I've been like, let's just get these two points over with and go to a third yeah. set, you know? And they never gave up it was really exciting to watch i'm just they won the first once they won the whole thing then yeah so they didn't have to play a nice. third yeah so it was like two win games for you too to go home afterwards. i know i was like oh, i've got work to do yeah but it was uh it was oh, really fun so. that's awesome tell her so congratulations oh that's i will yeah and uh again the other team they were they were awesome they really were i just uh mm. I, I felt bad i, I did <laughs> you, i don't like seeing girls have to or boys at that at that age have to you know experience that but it makes them stronger in the end well, and, it's, and it's a tough story to tell because yeah. here we are on the Victoria side coming back 23 exactly. to 11. And it, we've been on the losing side before, yeah. trust me. So. <laughs> but the, their mom's on the radio show talking about, man, my daughter was up 23 oh, 11 and they blew the lead. <laughs> they did so well. I was so really proud of both teams. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Uh, let's talk about today's show. There's tickets for you to go see Maroon 5. We have them at 740 and 940. 
And in the 8 o'clock hour at 825, we have your tickets to go see Bruno Mars New Year's Eve. So lots coming up for you this morning. And up next is What's Trending? What do you got for us? Adam Levine and his wife, Bahati, come to Vegas. How the couple is holding up is Shakira going to jail and move over charcuterie. There's a new board trend in town. We'll talk about all that coming up next in What's Trending? Trending already. Trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Adam Levine is trending this morning. In case you missed it yesterday, Maroon 5, they announced that they're going to be starting a Las Vegas residency in March at Dolby Live at Park MGM. We have your tickets all week long. Next chance to win coming up next hour. Well, Adam is in town. Early with his pregnant wife, Bahati Prinzlu, and they're still going strong even after his cheating scandal. They arrived yesterday for a couple's getaway and for uh, Adam's charity performance this weekend to benefit Shaquille O'Neal's foundation. The couple seems to be doing just fine, even though five women came forward this month. Oh, my gosh. My power just went Oh, out. the power just went on Mercedes Studio. Uh, did it go out in the rest of the building, too? Well, th- that's weird. It's just the lights. It's just the light. I, my yeah, TV's on. TV's on. Com- mic's working. What the heck? Hallways. I don't know if you noticed during that Lizzo song, uh, there was a change in the quality of the sound. Uh, I think it's because of the lightning. Mercedes is checking. Oh. That's weird. Whoa. Oh, haunted. <laughs> that was really weird. Did the quality go down? Uh, and it, So there's um, the, the inside talk here, but there's, there's a player number three. And it's been a little bit muffled compared to the other players because yeah. the engineers are working on something. And then uh, during when Lizzo was playing, there was like a lightning strike outside. And all of a sudden, player three became clear. That's weird. It was like you get the wax out of your ears. And then, then about 20 seconds later, it started to fall back to sounding muffled again. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That was so that weird. Was every, that was bizarre. It was only my lights. Oh. I just heard a crackle. Now your headphones went out. My headphones Something went out. I lost you for a second, too. Really? Oh, boy. Is it just me or? Uh, did you hear? You went out for a second. For a I split did? second. Yeah, you cut out. I heard a crackle. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear I, the crackle too. There's a crackle. Yeah. I wonder if our listeners can hear the crackle. You guys hear the crackle? That's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm not touching anything now. I don't know. It, it's just me though. Crackle. I just crackle. heard it. I heard it. I heard a crackle. Did you guys hear the crackle? Did I go out during the crackle? No, the first crackle you went out though. You cut out for a split second. I think actually I just stopped myself from talking. I don't yeah, know if I, didn't I actually hear, went out. Okay. I didn't hear yeah. her cut out. Okay, I don't think okay, I good. cut out. Yeah, I think I just stopped in mid-sentence. Um, anyway, Adam Levine is here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the power of Adam Levine. Yeah. Don't talk about my cheating oh, scandal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's going on? Well, let's move on. Shakira is trending this morning. Spanish authorities cleared the way for prosecutors to pursue further legal action against a singer. So she is uh, to stand trial in her $13.9 million tax evasion case. A trial date, Crackle, has not yet been set, but the star faces a possible eight-year sentence plus a large fine if she is found guilty of not paying taxes from 2012 to 2014. So in July, she actually rejected a settlement offer in the case, which would have settled the case out of court. She's denied any wrongdoing. Her public um, relations firm says she has paid what she owed plus... $3 million in interest. The case really does hinge on whether Shakira lived or where she lived during this two-year time span. She says she spent most of her time in her primary residence, which is the Bahamas. But prosecutors crackled to prov- uh, prove that she spent the majority of the period in Spain. If she, uh, okay, $13.9 million, that's a lot going on. Oh, crackle. 
uh, Steph said listeners can hear it too. Oh boy. Uh, we're, but, we're cutting out. Oh, okay. Do you want to give the, uh, hold on here, Steph. Uh, we, they're saying there's, they don't hear crackles that we're cutting out. Like there's audio, the no audio, then audio, like there's blank space of, of nothing. After the crackles? Of the, I think when we're crackling, we're cutting out to them. So this will be interesting. Huh. Is it weather related or is it something else related? One would think it'd be weather related. They showed, I just saw on the um, the forecast, there's storms going over Black Mountain right now, which oh. is where our transmitter is. So maybe that's why. Oh, that could be it it's, for it, sure. It showed some heavy, heavy storms over Black Mountain. So maybe that's why it's happening right now. Tons of lightning. And when I went out to this, the hallway, I felt thunder. I don't know if you guys can hear. Th- yeah, I heard that. Yeah. 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 Uh-oh. Um, so it, it says like I'm cutting out, but is it, was it just me because I was the only one talking during what's trending or is it all of us cutting out? Like, is it just within my studio since the lights went out in here? I'm thinking or, maybe it's all of us. Are we all, all cutting us? out? I got a great question. I'm hearing the crackling too. Yeah. That's really weird. Well, stay tuned. This is going to be an interesting morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, we'll give a million dollars to the next person who crackles. Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back to Shakira real fast. She must be pretty confident in what's going on because if they offered her a settlement to kind of finish this whole thing and put it to bed before going to court, it sounds like she's confident that she'd make any errors. I, I'm interested to see how this whole thing plays out. Yeah, I, I agree. I, it's uh, They say that she's oh, she's paid all the money she owes, so we'll find out on that. And then finally, this morning, Butterboards is trending. Move over, charcuterie. Butterboards are here. It's the newest food trend that is taking over. So the internet is going crazy over these these things. It's basically taking uh, like a wood board, a charcuterie board, and covering it in spreadable butter, and then covering that with assorted toppings. Then guests dip bread, crackers, veggies into it. You can even use cream cheese instead of butter. There are both savory options like cream cheese, lox, onions, capers, and seasonings, or sweet options like butter, goat cheese, fig jam, fresh figs, strawberries, honey, and cinnamon, and cu- crushed walnuts. This is becoming the uh, the new thing, and that is what's trending. The game is two truths and a lie. Truth. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It's time for two truths and a lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is going to be lying to you. Can you figure out who is doing what? We are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. Make sure you check it out if you're close to your phone or your computer. We have predetermined who is doing what this morning. Let's take a look. Everybody on the same page here? Yeah. What's going on? Take a look, see what we got. Okay. All right. Mm. Any volunteers to go first? Steph, did you go first last week? Uh, I don't think so. I think you went first last week. Okay, why don't you go first this week? Okay, count me down. All right, ready, Steph? You start in three, two, one. I've revealed on Two Truths and a Lie that I unfortunately missed out on one of the biggest headliners of Coachella in 2018, Eminem and 50 Cent. Well, that's not the only person that I missed out on. And it was a surprise performance. It was Friday, that first night. Kygo was headlining. And they said, Steph, you don't want to miss out. We're like, okay. So we're, we're walking to Kygo. And then my friend's like, I got to go back to the campsite. I'm not feeling good. So I walked him back. And in the background was Ariana Grande. I missed out on Ariana Grande at Coachella 2018. No way. We would have heard this before. No way. No way. Wait, did you start your story by saying Coachella 2017? Nope. Coachella 2018. <laughs> was I that the year out. Blackpink was there? 
No, that was not. Oh, okay. Beyonce was, oh, was gotcha. there. And Rih- Rihanna was scheduled or was she a surprise appearance? Ariana Grande was a surprise guest. Yeah, where'd you come with Rihanna? <laughs> I just want a curveball. Oh, away. okay, okay. I was like, wait, did I miss that part? <laughs> and you guys know how much I love her. And yeah, it was, she's your idol. She's my girl. And so when I was walking my camp, my girl back, or my guy friend back to the campsite, I was like, "That's my girl." And he goes, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And it wasn't close enough for you to go. It was it. Oh no, Coachella is huge. I've never been. Was yeah. this a, a male or female friend? He said, "I'm sorry." A male friend. We did by just Kevin. dumping Kevin and, and going to see your girl play. I mean, Kevin could have probably handled himself. Oh no, it was way too late. I think she only played like two or three songs, and that was it. She wasn't the main act. She was just a little oh. snippet, a little cameo, and I missed her. I feel like we would have heard this one before, but that's just me. That's just me. That's 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 tough too. Just if, if you don't know Steph, it, it's her favorite artist. Yes. So imagine missing out on your favorite artist, your favorite, because you're helping a friend that's sick. Ugh. Oh, but she is giving, so she I can see her doing that. I oh. know. We'll see. We'll see. She's like, I know, I am giving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm giving. I, I would have dropped Kevin like a sack of potatoes to go see you too. <laughs> All right, is Steph is Steph telling the truth or is she lying? What do you guys think? Um, I will go next. Okay. It's uh, just because it's like nowhere near as exciting as her, so I want to get it out of the way. Okay. Uh, ready, Mercedes? You start uh, now. Okay. I, so I was just, a friend of mine reached out to me on social media that I went to high school with um, years ago, and uh, she, she, we were just talking back and forth about people. Do you know where so-and-so is? And then she said, do you remember how you used to be my math tutor? And I don't know why, but I completely spaced it. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's right. Her mom asked me if I would tutor her in math. She paid me $20 every two weeks to tutor her daughter in math, and she went from a C in math to an A minus. Whoa! What? Yes. No way. I was my tutoring. No way. All of it's true except going from a C to an A. That's what we don't believe. Yeah, I totally forgot that I used to tutor. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, because we would go to her house and her mom would make us food and I would just help her with her algebra. And yeah, she she brought her grade up from a C to an A minus. How long were the sessions, do you think? Like an hour, a, we one hour really, a week? I mean, I just, she paid me money and we stayed until the homework was done. Yeah. I, I wasn't on a, I wasn't a professional tutor. I was just doing a favor. Was it so. 20 bucks every two weeks when you were in school? Every two weeks. That's a nice yeah. Yeah. Some po- like, pocket money. Okay. So yeah. So I was a I was a math tutor for one person, and it worked. Yes, you're a very smart person. I can see that happening. What were what was your highest math class in school? Um, The highest I got up to was pre calculus. I didn't quite make it to calculus. No, wait, who was this girl again? The girl, Darby Hart. And did she ask for anything else? Was that like her setup? Like, hey, remember you used to tutor me? By the way, I'm going to be in Las Vegas oh, in two no, weeks. Oh, no, actually, she's not. She was really nice. She was really nice about it. She's just like, hey, I saw you were friends with so-and-so, and I can't believe it. How have you been? Like, it was really well, nice. That's cool. Yeah, so there you go. Darby Hart. Darby Hart. Sounds like a cartoon character. Yeah, that's The Adventures of Darby Hart. <laughs> now I'm getting a little fishy on her saying Darby Hart. Darby Hart. <laughs> and no offense any Darby Hart's on there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, there you go. Am I telling the truth or am I lying? <laughs> Let us know. JC, you are up next. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I told this story on the air. I just discovered this a couple weeks ago. Uh, growing up, we had a live-in house guest that I just learned about a couple weeks ago. I was three, maybe four years old. His name was Christian, and he was interning for my dad's company. I was talking to my parents a couple weeks ago. My mom mentioned, oh, they had a Christian that liked to do that. I'm like, who's Christian? She's like our live-in house guest. I'm like, we had a live-in house guest? He was from Chile, working for my dad's company. He lived in our house for six months, and I had zero recollection of this guy. What? Mm-hmm. Christian, the living house guest. How old? 
old were you when he lived with you? Three or four years old, based on the timeline my mom was giving me. And he he was uh, was it like a work study program? Or? He was interning for my dad's company, and my dad's uh, one of my dad's partners that was down in Chile sent his son up here to, to work for my dad's company. And so, but my mom was saying he had a serious girlfriend here in the states, so he was hardly around. He would literally show up at night around nine o'clock at night, go to bed, wake up the next morning, shower, have breakfast, and be gone by the time I got up. I wasn't even in kindergarten yet. So, does your do your siblings remember? My brother wasn't born, so he has no idea about Christian. And my sister said she vaguely recalls. This man being in our house for six months, but he would shower. He had his food there. And then I said like the final two weeks of his internship is when he started to spend more time at the house. And she's telling me that we'd be outside playing together. And he was older. I was like 18, 19, but I'm like, I'd play with this guy, Christian. She's like, yes. I'm like, I zero memory of the guy, zero memory of the guy. That is really bizarre. Isn't it? Again, I feel like this is something that we would have heard of. Mm-hmm. Christian, the house guest. And I, I just learned of him two weeks ago because my mom said something about him. She's like, oh, Christian used to do that with one of the neighbors whose name is Eric. Eric and Christian used to do that. I'm like, who's Christian? She's like, the living house guest. I'm like, who? Oh, gosh. This is a tough one One today. last question. Yeah. Yeah. Where did he stay in your house? In one of the guest bedrooms. You said at a guest ba- guest bedroom? Yeah. What is that guest bedroom now? Uh, so, uh, okay. So you go upstairs. It's it's now like a, uh, like uh, a den. Uh, so it was. So there's there's my parents' room, my room, my sister's room, the guest bedroom. So I had a bedroom. My sister had a bedroom, and there was just this this guest bedroom, and that's where he stayed. Oh, because first it. you said one of the guest bedrooms, like you had multiple guest bedrooms, and now it's just one. Oh yeah, there's just one guest bedroom. So mm-hmm. there was, was... <laughs> the nose is growing. The nose is growing. I think we got <laughs> the guest bedroom. My sister eventually moved into that guest bedroom, and then there was the walk-in attic next to it. They turned the walk-in attic to a bedroom. So right now, there's multiple guest bedrooms in my parents' house. Growing up, there was just one. Okay. Mm, okay. Which is occupied by Christian, the Chilean house guest. All right. These, this is a tough week, guys. Who's telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400 is our number. You can also comment on our Facebook or YouTube channel. Jeremiah says, Steph is definitely lying. What? Stephanie says, Mercedes, oh my gosh, I think it's true. You think I was a tutor? It's because I was a tutor. Just for one person. Darby Hart. Darby Hart. (laughs) Jason (laughs) says, I think Mercedes is telling the truth. What's up, Jason? Uh, Deanna says, I agree with you, Mercedes. Steph is the lie today. Frank says, stories are good today. Mercedes is lying. I don't think she tutored someone. Uh, Stephanie says, JC is lying. Wasn't Darby Hart one of Archie's gang, the Archie comics? Jughead (laughs) and Darby Hart. No. She's a real person. Look her up on social media. Archie. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. uh, What else is going on? Oh, man. Uh, Steph is lying. Okay, we're getting a ton of uh, feedback on that. This is fun this week. This is a lot of fun. All right, let's let's do the big reveal. Truth teller number one. Christian, the Chilean house guest for six months. Isn't this nuts? No way. Mind blown. My parents told him, like, why didn't we ever talk about him? She said, because he was hardly ever here. The final two weeks he was around, but apparently he would show up at night, go to bed, wake up, and go to work. And and that's whatever we saw of Christian. He's married. He's got kids now and everything. Is he still in the States? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. They've lost touch. This is, gosh, 30-some years ago. (laughs) This was late 70s when this went down. That is, uh... You're not pen pals? No, yeah. I, I kind of want to find the guy. Like, he was in our house for six yeah. months. Weird, right? That is weird. I, I, I'm still having a hard time believing Same that. here. Okay. Truth teller number two. 
But it's me! I am truth teller number two! I missed out on my girl Ari! Oh, I remember walking away from the, the festival and I hear no tears left to cry. And then that was me. I have no more tears left to cry because oh. Ari got Ari's on the stage. I can't see her. That's so sad. Who in the heck is Darby Hart then? Okay, I got a lie. She's a real person. I literally, you guys, I didn't even think of coming up with a name of who I tutored. And so I went to, uh, I, I went to my high school uh, classes. Uh, like we have a little page on Facebook, and literally the first person I saw a picture of was a girl that I really went to high school with, named Darby Hart. But I was not even friends with her, so I was just like, Darby Hart. Oh my gosh! I, but she is a real person. Was I she smart? Do you think Darby needed tutoring? She did not school. need tutoring. She was super smart. She, I, I, like, she was the, the list person, the first person I, I saw when I looked at this. I was like, oh man, of all the people to say, I should have said one of my friends. <laughs> I don't even know this girl. I feel so dumb now. So please do not, whatever you do, use her name in any of the social media posts. Please, <laughs> I'm begging not. you. I'm begging you. The Darby Hart edition of oh, Two Truths in One Lie. Do not. I will just. She will think I'm a crazy psycho person. Please do not do so that. So we can do Hardy Darb. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. Uh, there's tickets for you to go see Maroon 5. Those are one hour from right now. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you got for us? All right. Nearly 70% of Americans are doing this now because of inflation. We'll tell you what it is. Also, we are willing to pay double the list pr- listed price of any item if we're promised this. We'll tell you what that is. And Taco Bell, they created such a stir when they brought back the Mexican pizza. And now they want to bring back one of two menu items that they used to have and people are going nuts. Which one do you want to see? We're going to talk about that coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Nearly 70% of Americans are looking for extra work due to inflation. More than 1,000 full-time, part-time, and unemployed workers were in this new survey. And uh, they, they found that in many cases, those looking for work already log 40 hours during the week and they're just trying to pick up extra shifts or gig work on nights and weekends others taking on additional work include people who hold hourly jobs and want more hours with another company or parents who have caregiving needs during the week and need to work weekends while a partner or family member can provide care 85 percent of americans say they have changed their spending habits due to inflation and 72 percent say it's impacted the way that they view their job and i saw something too the gas prices they started to go back down but now they're going back up i saw oh, some story no. too I was like, come on, get a break here somewhere. I noticed that I, I definitely have cut back on my spending just like for little things. Like I, before, if there was like, oh, a T-shirt I want or da, 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 I, I would buy it. And now I'm like, mm, I don't really need it. I have enough T-shirts. I'm good. I'm just like trying to make little baby steps on, on, on things that I want but don't need. Yeah. And those are things that add up, too. You don't realize how quickly that stuff adds up. I was going to have someone come to the house to literally just lay some carpet down because I'm the worst at putting carpet down in my house. Uh, I'm like, this is something I can do myself and save a lot of money doing it. Just, you you know things. how to do carpet yourself? Yeah, uh, uh, like a throw rug down in a certain area to get it to, to lay flat. You would hire someone to lay flat a throw rug? It, it's a it's a carpet. It's a nine by twelve uh, rug. Yeah. Um, and I just I I couldn't get it straight for the life of me. And then I got it straight. Um, and it kept getting these bumps inside of it. And there's also a piece of damaged carpet underneath it. Um, so they were going to fix that. But uh, there's these like bumps inside of it. I just cannot get it straight. So I know a carpet repair guy and who's going to come just lay it and do it so there's no bumps. And I'm saying to myself, I can do that. And it, I did it last night. I was very proud of myself. Wait, okay. And I must be like to completely think of a different thing. Because if, if you're talking about just laying a throw rug down and then look moving the bumps out of the way like smoothing it out that does not sound like something you need to hire an expert for uh for me i felt like i did it's a it's not nine by 12 size carpet yeah so we, have, carpet. we have nine by 12 in our in our family room and it goes you on like rolled it out and ta-da. yeah i just I, I couldn't get it lined up it's, it's on top of another piece of carpet that's berber so i needed to line it up with the stripes of the carpet i just couldn't i laid it down myself the first time i just couldn't get it right uh, I just couldn't get it straight. And then there were these 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 bumps in the center of it. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll hire a carpet guy that I know that does repairs to come, lay it down properly, and put it down so it doesn't move at all. And I'm like, wait, I, I can do this. I'm capable of doing this. I did it last night. Well, congratulations. Thank you. 
What? <laughs> that just, I, I don't know. I, it, it seems like a very simple task. I, it hurts my heart that you would pay someone to come do that. Oh, I, I, I've, I've done three, I've done three <laughs> carpets in the house. your carpet. But at the same time, you know, what's challenging for one person may not be challenging for another and vice versa. There may be things that I find challenging that you're like, oh my God, that's so easy. But I just think that laying a rug does not sound very hard. No, the thing is for me was, was the bumps in it. I just could not for the life. I know all the tricks. You rub it out. Da, da, da. I just couldn't get these bumps. And it looked like, who do you call for that? Like, hi, can you, can you, can you debump my carpet? So the it's same, the... the same carpet, the same Berber carpet along the seam, it started to come up and tear and, and the threads were coming as well. So I called a carpet repair company. There's carpet repair companies. And the guy came out and he, he fixed the, the, he put a patch in it and fixed the carpet. Nice. And so I was going to call the same guy to come lay the car. I don't know how much it was going to cost. I didn't get that far. But I started talking to this guy about coming out and doing it. And I said, you know what? I can figure this out. I can get it done myself. <laughs> Steph, do you understand what he's talking about? Uh, so it's not it's not a rug, right? It's, it's, a, a, it's a rug. It's a 9 by 12 rug. Okay. That, that goes on top. Out. Of, yeah, that goes out. And I did. I rolled it out. I set it up. But because it's, it's on top of Berber carpet. So I need to line it up just right because there's lines in Berber carpet. And so it just, I couldn't get it straight. So I did about a year ago, but there were these bubbles and these bumps in the middle. And I tried everything. I tried relaying it. I tried taping it. I tried smoothing it out. I just couldn't get it done. So I was going to have this guy come. I didn't. I ended up doing it myself last night and saving some money. So your issue is that it's rub, the rug and the carpet are against each other. Yes. And it's not getting the, it's, it has bubbles in it. Yes. And you're trying to figure out how to straighten it out. Yes. And, and you done, said you got it last night. I got it done last you night. You got yes. it done. Yes. That's all that matters. Yes. Yeah, that's all that that's matters. That's all that matters. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Jesse. That's really amazing. Thank you. Thank, why? I don't get it. Did I do something wrong? No, I, I, I feel like I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. I, I, I feel like I, I am missing something that it, it, it's probably more complicated than it's sounding. Because in my mind, I'm like, you lay out a rug. If there's a bubble in, you smooth it out with your hand. Situation solved. But I feel like I'm, I am missing a big part of it because it sounds, the way you're making it sound, it was a lot more complicated. That's the thing, though. Yes, exactly. Like I said, I've done many carpets in my house, but this one, it kept, it kept bubbling up and I would, kept, I would push it out. I don't know what it was because I've never done carpet on top of carpet before. If that was an issue, if I was taping it wrong, what the whole thing was, and that's what I was going to have someone come out and do it. But last night I did it, pulled the whole thing up, moved it, stretched it out, and I got it looking really nice last night. Very nice. Thank you. Also this morning. <laughs> I don't know what the thing is. I, 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 I'm confused. Is it the fact that I was going to pay someone to come do it? I mean, we all, we all, have, we all have expenses we do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No judgment here. <laughs> no judgment here. Um, also this morning, let's be honest. We all have all looked for the cheapest possible option of something. And then months later, when that piece of junk breaks... We say, oh, I should have bought the more expensive one. Well, in a new survey, the average American says they would pay 108% more than the listed price or double the cost if they knew it would last at least 20 years. Now, 63% of people say they have regretted purchasing a cheaper product, um, which seems very low. I don't know. But um, people who were asked, people were asked which things they would pay more for if they could reliably last forever or as long as you needed them to work. Cars and kitchen appliances were tied for number one at 34 percent. Cookware actually got the the third most votes, which underestimate good cookware. If you buy the cheap stuff, man, you can just tell in the way that. Your, your your food is cooked. It's, uh, it is the worst. Uh, t- TVs on here, phones, jewelry, watches, exercise equipment, and dishware and shoes. What's the, is it the halogen light bulbs? What's the new style of light bulbs? Maybe it's not fluorescent? halogen. The fluorescent? 
It's a higher quality light bulb that you can get. And in our floodlights outside, I was always buying the cheapo ones, and they were always, always going out. So finally, I just invested the money into the, the fancier light bulbs. They're like 10 bucks more a light bulb, but they've been there for almost two years now. I've not gone out. Did you put them in? I did. I didn't hire someone to put Very my light bulbs good. in. Very I think, good. okay, the thing is, you think anyone can lay carpet down. Is that what the problem is? It's, no, I don't think anyone can lay carpet down at all. I, don't, I think anyone can lay a rug down, though. <laughs> There's it was the bubbles for the past year. I didn't pay I, someone. When you say bubbles, I don't understand. Like, wh- what bubbles? Like, you mean bumps? They were like bubbles. Like, yeah, like rises in the carpet. Can't you just smooth that out? Mercedes, I Put tr- a book on it. I tried it. Put I tried a cookbook. All I, these that's things. I use my cookbooks. I don't use cookbooks to cook. I use them to flatten stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it for the life of me. It was starting to look really, really bad. So that's why I was going to hire yeah. my carpet guy to come fix it. I am. Uh, I. I. I blame myself. I am. I am not comprehending. It's early. It's my problem. It's not yours. You're doing a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, finally, this morning, the Mexican pizza returned to Taco Bell this month after fans forced their hand by eating so many during a limited release in May. And now Taco Bell's trying to catch lightning in a bottle by bringing back another item. They just announced they're bringing one back, but we don't know which it is yet. There are two options, and they're letting fans vote. The first one is their double-decker taco. It debuted in 95. It got pulled in 2019. It's a hard taco with a tortilla that's kind of pasted around it using beans. Um, the other option is their enchirito that first hit the menu in 1970. It got pulled in 2013. It's an enchilada burrito mashup, basically a wet burrito filled with beef, beans, onions, and then covered in sauce. You have to be a Taco Bell Rewards member to weigh in. You can vote once a day through their app between now and October 6th. And they are going to reveal the results next Friday, October 7th. The winner will return to the menu sometime soon. Now, here in the 7 o'clock hour at 740, those tickets for you to go see Maroon 5. And then coming up here in two minutes, we'll kick off the 7 a.m. Social Club. We'll be live on YouTube and also Facebook. We are live right now, the 7 a.m. social. If you want to join us, we are live for the next hour on the air, off the air, on our YouTube channel, also on um, our Facebook page if you want to check it out. So we were just talking about Taco Bell possibly bringing back either the Double Decker Taco or the Enchirito. And we brought the Enchirito back that first time from 2013, before it went away in 2013, which... That's like a badge of honor for us. That was like so incredible that we were able to bring that one back. It's like 1999 or 2000, brought up on the air, and we had a petition going. We went around the valley, a bunch of signatures we submitted to Taco Bell. I don't know who, but within, I felt like it was within a week or two, they had it back on the menu here in Las Vegas. It was huge. Yeah, and I feel like it spread nationwide mm-hmm. for a, a period of time um, on that one. That was that was huge. The power of the people on that one. But uh, do you remember there was like a mini menu at Taco Bell? I feel like that's what me and my friends used to get. It was like, I don't remember the name. If anyone knows, 702-364-9400. Or what was that like one item that you want a place to bring back that just disappeared? I uh, I feel like it was like mini tacos, mini burritos, um, mini, maybe even a mini tostada. Um, and they were like, like 49 cents or maybe 79 cents, something like that. Did I dream that or did that actually happen? Was it an, like an a la carte deal or is this everything was smaller? Everything was smaller. So I would get like two of the mini soft tacos and like one of the mini burritos. And it was just, they were just Itty bitty, so cute, and I love them because the bigger ones they they were definitely more filling. But I felt like I could get a good variety going with the the smaller 
menu. You have a couple soft tacos, a couple regular tacos. Yeah, but they're so tiny. They're so cute. Does any says, was that a thing? Anyone remember the mini menu at Taco Bell? Was that a thing? It was probably not called the mini menu either. I'm just I, that was just like my. <laughs> I love idea. the mini menu idea. That's great. Yeah, that was uh that that was something that I used to absolutely love at Taco Bell. And also, do they have those cinnamon twist things anymore? Do you remember those? Yes, they were so good. Oh, I loved those. I haven't been to Taco Bell in a really long time. We need to do a Taco Bell run and uh, and load up with some stuff. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've been to Taco Bell. I used to, that was my go to. Is there still the Taco Bell at Maryland Parkway and Flamingo? That was my that was my weekly Taco Bell visit. That was my that was my run. I didn't really have a, a my own Taco Bell here in town. It was more like. The one on Kipling and Bowles in Littleton, Colorado. That's that what you were talking about. We would always meet there, find out where's the party at. Oh, someone's having a party. And I remember one time I told a couple of people that they could come to my house because my parents were out of town. <gasps> And everyone from Taco Bell showed up at my house. <laughs> were they in uniform still? No, no, not the Taco Bell oh. place. <laughs> I thought the staff came like, hey, hey. No, all the people that were in the parking lot oh, yeah. where the party is. I like told two people and then all these cars started coming to my house. I freaked out. It was so scary. You know, it's that, like that whisper game where yes. you, you say it's a couple people. Mercedes is having a kegger. It's like now that once people finally hear about it, it's the biggest party ever. I was. We were sitting in my living room and then the two guys just walked in that because I had the front door like unlocked and they just walked in. I'm like, who are you? And then I walked out and I see all these cars pulling up. I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are not having a party here. Shut the door, locked it. Hopefully they brought food from Taco Bell. Oh, It'll be a celebration. It was awful. Uh, this hour, 740, those tickets for you to go see Maroon 5. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Thanks to the new Netflix series Dahmer, a lot of young people are learning who Jeffrey Dahmer is for the first time. And now they want to retroactively cancel the Katy Perry song, Dark Horse. If you didn't know, there's a rap break by Juicy J that includes the line, She's a beast. I call her karma. She eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. Here is the actual line from the song. She's a beast. I call her karma. So here's a, a sample tweet. I didn't know who Jeffrey Dahmer was until last week, but now knowing what he did, Juicy J is sick for making people, especially little kids, sing that man's name. And Katy Perry is also sick for allowing that lyric in her song. I mean, I I agree, but it took the Netflix special for you to decide that. Like, why not decide that when the song first came out? I just... Yeah. Do you, what does, does Brooklyn know who Jeffrey Dahmer is? Did she know who Jeffrey Dahmer is before? Does she know who he is now? No, but I mean, I think that if she was listening to the song around me, I would have been like, ew, maybe not the best <laughs> song for her. But I do know that entire rap break. It's a solid rap break. Yeah. yeah we're Be all saying at the time. Try not to lead her on. Shut his heart on steroids because her love's so strong. I totally remember that. <laughs> you have it down. Uh, during her show in Washington, D.C., Lizzo made history. By playing a crystal flute that belonged to President James Madison. So while she was in D.C., Lizzo visited the Library of Congress to see their collection of flutes, which contains more than 1,800 flutes. The flute that belonged to President James Madison dates back to all the way to 1814. It was a gift to the president. Uh, it's a French crystal flute by a French crystal flute designer. And they gave it to him to celebrate his second term. There was a fire, and the only two things that were saved from this fire were a portrait of George Washington and this crystal flute. And here is Lizzo playing this flute, maybe for the first time it's been played since 1814. Here's Lizzo on stage playing the flute. 
mean, that's just that's awesome. I think that's amazing. Isn't that just weird and I, cool? I think it is the coolest thing. Bring I everything else to the library. What else we got there? She she sounds so good playing that. She is so talented. And listen to the sound of it. I mean, this thing's been played for the first time since 1814. <laughs> so she cool. went off and she really got into it. It's awesome. I didn't realize they got 1,800 flutes. That's a lot of flutes at the Library of Congress. Uh, it really is. Glass Animals now holds the record for a group's longest stay on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Heat Waves, this song right here. Sometimes I think about it has now spent 88 weeks on the chart, making it the longest stay by a group in the chart's history. The song, it beat out Imagine Dragons. Radioactive had the record that they set in 2012. Now, the only song that spent more time on the Hot 100 is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, a record that glass animals can break with just three more weeks on the charts. So we'll see what happens. Heat Waves debuted on the charts back in January of 2021. It took 59 weeks to hit number one. It's currently at number 17, so I don't see it falling off the charts anytime soon. Yeah, probably not. Not for a while, for sure. And with our music testing, isn't that song like one of the biggest songs for our audience, too? Which one? Uh, Glass Animals? Yeah, Heat Waves. Yeah, it's like... It's ridiculous how high the scores are for that song. Um, you post something on social media, there are going to be people that pick apart everything in the photo or video, especially if you're a celebrity. People are worried that there are problems between Victoria Beckham and her husband David because of a faded tattoo. So Victoria did a lipstick tutorial on Instagram, and while showing off a lipstick color on her arm, fan noticed that the curse of DB, initials DB for David Beckham, is almost completely gone from her wrist. Some say it looks like the tattoo is in the process of being removed. And David did attend the Queen's Wake by himself. So they're saying, is there something going on between the two of them? Is there trouble in paradise? But people just read into things way too it's much. It's just too much. It's just too ridiculous. Maybe her schedule was busy and she couldn't go with him to visit the Queen. And uh, maybe she's tired of the tattoo. Maybe she didn't want to stand 13 hours in line. Yeah. It's a long time to stand maybe, in line. You know? Uh, this hour, those tickets for you to go see Maroon 5. We have them at 740. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Did you have a bully when you were in school? Did someone bully you? Uh, multiple bullies, yes, I, I did. And it's being bullied is not fun. Not fun at all. Did you ever bully someone? Um, I, I did. I, there was some back and forth. I wasn't as savage as I was on the receiving end, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely would pick on some kids, um, and I'm, I'm not proud of it. But looking back, yeah, it, it just didn't, don't think I knew any better compared yeah. to the bullying I was getting. But yeah, it was. Um, hopefully, it wasn't too traumatic to the people that did it. It was just more like teasing. It's a, it's such a weird situation. So uh, I mentioned uh, both of my daughters actually have had to deal with bullying things, and. Uh, you know, it's it's like you you talk to school or you you say stay away from that person and and uh, my my daughter she's she was going through something a couple of weeks ago where a boy was bullying her and I was just like you know you, you got to just like block all communication don't talk to them um, I've talked to administration before it's always like a slap on the wrist whatever I'm like stay away. And now there's this this girl that is kind of coming after her. And she's actually done this for years. And it's so frustrating because here's my predicament. I, if you know the parents 
of a kid that's kind of bullying your kid, do you t- do you say something to them? Or do you just try to go through the appropriate channels and let the kid work it out and go to the school? Because it's like, I I could easily reach out either on social media or on a, a text and be like, yo, your kid's a bully. But I, I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to, you know, I talked to my daughter about it and she's like, you know, I can... I, I I can just walk away. That's what I just do. I just walk away. And I'm like, that's awesome. And I'm proud of you. But it's just so frustrating as a parent when you know you can. And I'm like, do these parents know that their kid is, is bullying? Should I say something? Like, what what do you do in that situation? Yeah, parents have been in that situation. What do you do? 702-364-9400. Let's start a discussion here on bullying. And, and so when he did go to the administration with stuff in the past, was there a change or... Did you have a fear of getting worse? Like they would reprimand the kid, but then all of a sudden the kid would amp up the bullying. Oh, you, you wouldn't told him it, or something it would, else? It would go from that kid to another kid. It would just like, transfer. Oh, yeah, it would transfer. And then, yeah, it just, it, it, and it was always like, and, and okay, so what you said earlier was really insightful to me because you say, um, I'm not proud of it. And I look back on it now and, and that's kind of like their idea at the school. It's like, we need to teach this kid a lesson and, and da da da. And I'm like, there's a lot of sympathy for the bullies like that. They don't know better. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, excuse me. Like it's, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. So I just stopped doing, I stopped the administration route and I'm like, walk away, walk away. And she's really great about it. She is a total rock star. I'm just really proud of her because you know, she, she stays strong when, I don't think I would be as strong. You know what I mean? And the thing, too, is it is it I remember when I would be bullied, the beauty was it would end at three o'clock and I know I'd go to home. Yeah. Oh, headphones cut out. Sorry. I would go home and I have a safe spot and weekends were golden because I, I knew where the bully lived in opposite side of town. I would never run in the bully. So it would end at Friday at three o'clock when school was over. Go back to school on Monday. It would start back up again. But there, you had uh, you had a safe spot, a stress free spot. Now with social media and everything else, I feel like bullying is now 24/7 you can't escape it there's no there's no breathing room for kids nowadays yeah it's it's just it's it's insane and i'm at this point where she's like i can handle it i can handle it but i i it's like i literally know that person's mom i can send a text she's like please don't um but this girl is just so rude so mean like tries to exclude her tries to get everyone else to not like her and i'm just like over it and i feel like i could just send a text and like look here's the deal <laughs> your kid and i don't know i just would you want to know i mean your daughters are both just yes. i couldn't imagine them doing something but let's say they were bullying someone would you want to know and how would you react if you get a call from hey just you know your daughter's been bullying my son for the past six months well, it's really hard for enough. instance um this this girl she said something really rude and my daughter to defend herself said something rude back and i was like don't do that do not do that do not turn don't don't let the tables turn you're gonna don't let bullying make you the bully. And she's like, oh, you're right. And I was like, just keep your mouth shut. And and she, so, yes, I would want to know. Absolutely. Would you want to know? If my kid was being a bully? Yes. Yeah. You know, sit my son down, sit my daughter down and set them straight. Yeah. And just because they, they probably don't realize the ramifications of their actions. Like, this, this is the effect you're having on that kid. And this is not right. This is not how you treat people. This is going to end now. Let's talk to Stephanie. Um, Stephanie, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. Yeah, so we actually were dealing with the situation, and I did know the mom. 
So I reached out in a very neutral way and just said, you know, this is going on. I don't know if you're aware. And we had a conversation and she's like, oh my gosh, my son's been going through so much. He's in counseling right now. And I think just reaching out and finding out, you know, that the kid may be going through something as well and having that parent be aware so they can talk to them and my daughter can know, you know, that they're going through some stuff too. Yeah. And that's kind of when I, whenever I've contacted administration, there's a lot, like I said, a lot of sympathy for the person being bullied and I don't know what's going on in their home. And I, I understand that. But at the same time, it's like my kid shouldn't have to sit there and take it. You know, it's like something needs to be done. Do teachers see it happening? Cause I was just talking to my mom about this. I went to Catholic school for, for eight years and it really felt like they failed it. <laughs> The teachers failed in a lot of oh, ways. Oh, really? Things. Yeah, just like grades and stuff. And we're talking about one semester. I'm like, I, I, I know I wasn't trying my hardest, but, but how did that happen? Why didn't like a teacher never stepped in? Or and then what's on me? But again, I'm sixth grade. Uh, like, why didn't the teacher ever step in and do something? Looking back at the bullying in grade school, why, I'm I'm sure the teachers saw it, or maybe they didn't see it. Teachers, do you see the bullying happen? And are you allowed to step in and do something if you do see it happening? Yeah, it's 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 really annoying, and I get it. Like, you have to. You, you want to stay neutral, you want, but at the same time, it's just it, 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 the kids know that they can get away with certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, this text just came in from Ruby. It said, I had a similar situation happen with my daughter when I reached out to the parent. The parent was a bully, and she told me that my kid should just get over it. So I had to go to the administration. Now, yeah. for you, is there a fear that if you do confront the parent, if you decide to go that route, that it might go down? You know, Oh, the- I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid at all. I just, I, I want to... I want to address it, but my, my kid says not to. Mm. And it's like, I could easily, it's so funny because the, uh, the boy that was a bully and the girl that was, is the bully. They, they both like literally were at her birthday party last year. And I'm like, how quickly the tables turn, like what the heck? It's just, so I don't want to put myself in the situation, but at the same time, I'm tired of her having to deal with that in, in, in including all the other things she's already dealing with, you know? Now there is, yeah, being, being a teenage kid, just everything that goes into to dealing with, with that, just teenage life. But is there a chance that, you know, you're in a unique situation talking about it right now, that a parent might hear it that's somehow connected to school? And I don't think get back so. back to a parent, tells another parent? I don't think get they around? listen, honestly. <laughs> well, actually, maybe one does, but um, yeah, and that's not the point of this. No, the, the no. Point, my, but... my point is, like, what do you do as a parent? Mm-hmm. Do you get involved? If your kid says, don't get involved, I can handle it. Do you just let them? I'm just like fed up. Kids fight on the schoolyard anymore? No. Oh, that's what we do. <laughs> we come to visit. Same thing, elementary school, Catholic school, Mercedes. There were fights all the time in the schoolyard. I look back, I'm like, what were the teachers doing? Yeah. What was Sister Mary Jane doing? The nuns. What were they doing? They're just like on their smoke break. They were. <laughs> the teacher's lounge. Oh, Fernandez kids getting bullied and failed math again. It's all right. <laughs> You're throwing hands out there. Yeah, <laughs> Scrapping in fights, coming the bloody lip would happen. I, yeah, fell. We don't, I fell. We don't want that. We don't do that. Like I say, I, I can't tell you how many times I've said, just walk away. Just walk away. Just walk away. And uh, and she does. You know, I and I respect that. And I also respect some of her friends are coming to like her defense. And like they go off on the bullies. Like, leave her alone. Yeah. I, and I'm just like. 
I got you. I like I like you, kid. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's frustrating. Yeah, it is. I'm so sorry for her and anyone that's uh, dealing dealing with bullies. And if you are being bullied, don't be afraid to talk to your parents about it. Or talk to someone yes, about it. Parents are understanding. Do. Don't be ashamed of it. It happens to this happened to everyone. And so speak up about it and, and get you some help. Yeah, literally the other day I was like, "How's your day?" She's like, "Great," but I could tell it was not great. And then as I got it out of her, I, I was like, "Tell me what happened." She's like, "Well, okay." So yeah, please talk to your parents. Ah, uh, those tickets to go see. I was about to say, can you, can you build a time machine and go talk to my teachers in elementary school? Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those tickets for you to see Maroon 5, we have them in five minutes. We also have the Hot 3 coming up. What do you have for All us? All right. The average worker has a lot of tasks to complete by the end of their shift. Let's see if you are uh, one of those people. We'll talk about that. Also, why voice assistants like Alexa and Siri can negatively impact a child's social development. And a guy broke into a police station during a SWAT training exercise. Big mistake. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, hot phones. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Hey, good morning, Shad. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Really good. You're caller 20. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Going to see Maroon 5. Their brand new residency just announced at the Dolby Live Theater inside Park MGM. And you are going when they're here next year. Congratulations. Very exciting. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Shad. And if you want to go see Maroon 5, we have your tickets coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. 940 to be exact. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. All right, you've seen those memes about people who, like, you you had one job and, and then they screw something up, right? Uh-huh. Well, um, that can't be true because apparently people are juggling a lot more than just one job when it comes to work. And now there's an actual number on it. According to new research, the average American worker has 11 tasks that they have to complete by the end of each shift. These were specifically frontline workers, so mostly people working in healthcare, um, hospitality, food and beverage, transportation, child care, and education. So Early shifts are the busiest by far. People who work mornings reported an average of 23 daily tasks. 76% of frontline workers say that if they forget even one of those 11 tasks, everything at work is thrown into complete chaos. And 53% of people admit that they have missed a step in an important task, which has ended up causing problems. And the most common reason is just 
a lack of training while stress on the job, that can also be a big factor. More task and not much more pay, probably. Yeah, probably. Do you, like, every morning on our uh, on our log, I write down, like, all the things I have to do. Like, oh, you can't even see it. We're on the live. But I, I make a list. I come in, and I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And then I check each thing off. I check it off. Check it off. And then before I leave, I look at the list, and I'm like, I got it all checked off. I, I can finally it's go It's a feeling now. of accomplishment. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I do the same thing. Mine's, uh, I, have a, I have a pad. You got yours? I yeah. actually did something, didn't cross it off. And you know what I also put on my list? H-W-Q. That's the last thing that I have to accomplish every day. H-W-Q. Here at the radio station? Do you know what that means? H-W-Q. Heads. What's trending? Quarterly. Hot. <laughs> Hot women. Quarterly. Um, house. Wine. Quarterly. Something I got to do before I leave here. It's For, the last thing on my list. Um, I don't always accomplish it. HWQ. Hide. Hide. Uh, you're never going to get it. What is it? The hurdle, the wordle, and the quirtle. <laughs> <laughs> if I have time, I like to get those done before I leave. If not, I do that when I get home. <laughs> the hurdle, the wordle, and the quirtle. Did anyone else do that old school list? Like old school list style? Just write it down? I have to write it down so I can check it off. Otherwise, I just, I won't do it. Any other thing, I put a note in my phone. But here at work specifically, I have to have it written down in front of me. It's a feeling of accomplishment, too. Yeah. It's like a feeling, and to see it there. And then I'll go back for some reason. I'll, I'll go back a couple days and look like, oh, yeah, I meant to do that on, on Monday. I didn't do it. Better do that today. <laughs> also this morning, voice assistants like Alexa and Siri, they can stunt a child's social and emotional development. Most smartphones that kids use have a voice app like Alexa, Apple's have Siri. Well, scientists now say that they can actually impede critical thinking, empathy, compassion, learning skills. They say the lack of ability to engage in nonverbal communication makes use of these devices a really poor learning social interaction. Um, they say some of the areas of concern are just inappropriate responses, impeding social development, and just hindering learning because they don't learn these things. They know they can just ask Siri and she'll give them the answer. So they actually could be a really bad thing for social development. And that's kind of translating the way they speak to others too, the way they speak to Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. If they're like, mom, what is for dinner? <laughs> like, oh, they're talking to me like they would Alexa. Uh -huh. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Finally, this morning, breaking into a police station is a pretty bold move. And this guy's timing could not have been worse. On Monday, some guy showed up to a police facility in Chicago and asked a guard where to go to retrieve some personal property that they supposedly had. It's not clear what the property was, but instead of going to the public entrance, he walked around to a side fire escape and he climbed up to the fifth floor. He found there was a door propped open and he just went inside. Well, it turns out that door led to a room where there was an active SWAT training drill going on. Now, for some reason, the guy grabbed two guns off the table and pointed them at some cops. That was a mistake. Uh, the, guys, the guns didn't have any live ammo, but responding officers fired at him, hit him at least once. He ended up in the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Luckily, no cops were seriously hurt. One did suffer a sprained ankle, and it turns out the guy, surprise, has a long rap sheet. You know those cops like, oh, here we go. They probably like, is this part of the drill? Like, okay, all right. And they're like, oh, my gosh, no, never mind. It's, this is alive. This is alive. Here yeah. we go, guys. <laughs> Eight o'clock hour. This is great. We've got your New Year's Eve plans all set. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. Those tickets at 825.
It's a new one from Elton John and Britney Spears. Hold me closer. It's Mix 94.1. Happy 11th birthday, Scarlett. We hope you are having a great one uh, on this Wednesday. It's 11 years old. Wow. Oh, look at that. Happy birthday, Scarlett. Yeah, that's really cool. So uh, so what, what do you... Well, you were telling me that there's like a misconception about a certain profession. What is it? Yeah, I was talking to uh, Larry, who does my hair, and I've talked to a couple other stylists about this, too. Um, so Larry's this new website where you book appointments, and when you're booking the appointment, one of the first thing you see is the option to, to click for a quiet appointment. So you click the quiet appointment, you'll go in, and you don't have to worry about having a conversation with the stylist. They'll sit there in silence and just cut your hair, and there's a lot of people that enjoy that. And he was telling me, and a couple other stylists were telling me before, that there are stylists out there that actually prefer that. I think... The con- maybe the, the, the conception with, with, with stylists or the perception is that you go in and you, know, you have a chit-chat, you talk about stuff, talk about life. And I love having a conversation with my stylist. But there, there are stylists out there that, that prefer to have silence. They, they don't want to chat with their client. They just want to focus on the job at hand and give the best haircut possible and not be chatting and hearing about your problems and talking about life. Just focus on getting the cut done. I don't know how they do chit-chat and uh, focus on the hair. I am. It's like... You know, I'm not the walking and chewing gum kind of person. I really just need to focus on one thing, <laughs> the one task at hand. But um, I, I've always wondered that with when I get my uh, lashes done, mm-hmm. I uh, we kind of have a deal and I'll tell her like, hey, we'll get all we'll get all the conversation out for 10 minutes and then I'm going to let you do your thing. Because, I mean, it's so intricate and like just, you know, I don't want to distract. And I've always wondered that about hairstylists, too, if they'd prefer you just like shut your trap and let them do their job. Is there a misconception about your profession? Are your stylist that prefers, you know, p- p- peace and quiet when you're cutting hair versus versus talking? And I'm always amazed, too. Larry will be cutting my hair and then he'll be off to stop and, and grab something. And I'm always thinking, like, how do you know where to pick up? And he, he does. He comes back and picks up where he left off. I'm like, how do you know where you left off and what was cut and what's not cut? It's a skill. It's an art form. It's, it's, you, he comes back and knows where to pick up. In my mind, I'm like, how's he going to know? He, he stopped in the top left. Where's he going to start? And he picks up right where he left off. Yeah, when you're doing it that long, mm-hmm. it's like it's just like nothing. It's like walking. You know, you just kind of have, have an idea of where you're going with it. But yeah, I mean, is there a, a misconception about your profession where they think, oh, you're this, you must like this i i do feel guilty though if i take an uber or a lyft somewhere and they give you the non-talking version (laughs) or or option Uh i never select it even though i want to because i feel bad i feel like the the driver will take it personally like i don't want to talk to you and that's not it i just am not very talkative but i i never check it i never do i always let them talk away on the same way, do you ever click the other options too? Like you prefer it to be cold or no AC? No, no, nothing with the music. It's just like I just don't want to ruin my Uber rating. I want to keep my my strong Uber rating, and <laughs> I feel like if I say don't talk to me, they're going to be like, "Wow, she's rude," and, rude. Give, and give me a, a lower my rating. You know, I take pride in that in that rating. They take you to the wrong spot. I was going to ask you, was this building the other one? But you don't want to talk. No, so I'm dropping yeah, off here. Exactly. <laughs> like get out there, you mime. <laughs> Why are you being? silent over there. Do you know what your Uber rating is? Yeah, it's 5.0. You're 5.0? Five, five, five stars, baby. Wow. I don't want to mess that up. I know. That's solid. And, and if someone messes me up, I'll know it's you. It's like the last <laughs> one. And you you mess me up. And so, yeah, I'm very proud of that. What's your Uber? Uh, I got to pull it up here. And I do enjoy a good Uber conversation. I do. I, I like, there's times where I get in there, I got to make a call or do something. Um, but I enjoy, if it's a nice conversation, I enjoy it. Where's my Uber? I got to find it here. Oh, here it is. Let's see here. Let's see what I got. When was your last ride? Can you tell? Um, Let's see. Where do you see that trips? Uh, my last ride was August 10th. Uh, my last ride was 
September 2nd. Where was oh. I going on September 2nd? Yeah, really. Where were you going? It's a long one, too. <laughs> um, and some of these are from uh, from Paris. Oh, I'm Disney. Looking. Disney. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, Disney. But I have a bunch that um, are in euros. I'm like, what's that? And it's like, oh, it's Paris. And I was so scared the Paris Uber drivers were going to give me a bad rating because <laughs> they, they were not happy. They would get angry, especially if it wasn't far enough for them. They'd get so mad. I'm like, oh, this is for sure going to destroy my rating. I was so upset. And so I'd always be like, bonjour. Mercy, and then I I tip them really well, and luckily they all continued with the ratings. I was so scared. I'm a four point nine six. Oh, so I'm scrolling like, through. Yeah. I see five stars, five stars. Someone didn't rate me. Does that hurt you? If someone didn't rate no, you, no, I've been unrated before. It doesn't hurt you. It doesn't help you, but it doesn't hurt you. I'm scrolling through, and I'm seeing I'm seeing five stars from everyone. This guy, I'm gonna scroll until I find that one trip. Try to think what went wrong. Oh, yeah, what did you do? Maybe you talked too much. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the sky will not shut up. <laughs> the Uber driver wanted a silent ride. I'm chit-chatting about everything. Asking him if he likes a quiet hair appointment or not. If you're an Uber driver, do you do you take... Oh, someone just said 5.0 is a sketchy rating. You look like a new account. I'm not a new account. Oh. I'm just, I'm just a very good passenger. I don't know. What's I don't, a bad passenger, Uber drivers? What's considered a bad passenger? Yeah, exactly. You mess up their car. I always make sure I try to keep things nice. This one says, as an Uber driver, we understand when a passenger don't don't want doesn't want to talk. I don't like it, but I understand. Yeah. How about? Uh, uh, I'm all the way back to, to 2018. Scroll and trying to find that one Uber driver that gave me the bad rating. I'm gonna find you and apologize. It's probably not even bad. It was probably just like a 4.9. Yeah. That's why 4.96 is still a great rating. It's just it, uh, someone didn't think you were worthy of a five for some reason. No, so I've heard though that like a four point nine, like a five is great, but if you're like below a four five, that's something that's something bad. Like if, no. if you're at a, if you're at a three, they don't even want to pick you up. Like oh, I would never. Yeah. You're a three, like oh, but if you're like like a four one or something, that's real bad. Really? That's, that still seems pretty decent. If there's like a, a movie and it's got a four point one out of five stars, I'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll check it yeah. out. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, yours is still really good. Yeah. Just maybe try not to talk so much. Do you have a profile pic? I do. I do have a, a profile. A nice headshot, pic. is it? Um, let me bring it back up again. What is my headshot on my Uber? Uh Oh, it's like one of my old profile pictures from Instagram, I oh, think. Is it? It's an old one. It's not my current one. It's a nice photo of you, I'm sure. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have a picture? Yeah, I just have a picture of my head. Maybe that's why. <laughs> is it your uh, radio one that you use for everything? No, no. I don't know where it's from. It's just my head, though. Uh, oh, God. I used to have one. I used to have one with me and Jax. So you see, I'm a dog person. Ah. That's it. They're like, oh, this person must be cool. They like dogs. He's friendly with dogs. All right, there's tickets for you to go see... Uh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is this hour. We're talking New Year's Eve. We have them for you at 825. A Bruno Mars concert is an experience. Add in the fact that this show is going to be on New Year's Eve. It's going to be an amazing night. Those tickets for you coming up here in just about five minutes. Do you ever do something that is not illegal, but it feels illegal? After you do it, you're like, ugh. I feel... I feel bad for doing this. Over the weekend, I mentioned that I went to... 
Not going to call it the Bells. Not going to call it the Bells. The South Factory Outlet Mall. Where's that at? <laughs> Remember the old Bells? <laughs> it's so funny. I just can't get that out of my system. The Bells Factory Outlet Mall. No, it's the South Factory Outlet Mall. So I went there because there is this, there's this uh, new, brand new cute little K-pop store in there that I've been wanting to go to. And so we went there and um, they had so many cute things and like albums. And I was trying to talk to my daughter, like seeing what album she wanted me to get her and the connection was bad we weren't getting a signal in there and i was like you know what just forget it so we spent a lot of time in there and there's just a lot of things that i i wanted to grab but i just nothing i really needed and so we left and as i'm walking out of there i just get this weird feeling when i walk out of a store without buying something i get tense i'm like don't stop me. I'm not a shoplifter. Do you get the, Does anyone else get that feeling? I feel so guilty when I walk into a store and I don't buy anything. And then as I'm walking out, I immediately get tense. Like they're going to think I'm a shoplifter. And, uh, and they, you know, they were like, bye, have a great day. And I'm like, oh, bye. And, and I was just like, oh, that feels illegal. <laughs> Doesn't it feel illegal when you do that? It, there's a feeling. And you're looking at stuff. You're holding stuff. You're looking around the yes. store. Yeah. Especially if you touch the product. Why do you feel illegal after that? I, I go to Barnes & Noble a lot and buy magazines. And it's like my weekend thing. And it was a couple weekends ago, I was there looking at magazines. And there were car magazines. And I felt like like a couple of them already have. Like Nothing was jumping out to me. So I put them back down and I'm walking out. I'm like, ah, this doesn't feel right. It just, just looked at the product. Yeah, like almost like you read it. And yeah, I got, I got my need. Yeah, I got my fill. Yeah, I, I'm out of here. Ah, I read the article. I don't need to buy it. See you fools later. That's why it, is that? I don't know. I don't know. It, part of me is like, uh, maybe I should just buy this cheapest thing in here just so I can feel like I did something. You know? What about this? I do this a lot. If I got, if I have to use the bathroom, I'll pop into a fast food place, and there's a Burger King, uh, Charleston, like west side of town, Charleston, and two fifteen. And I'll pop into that one a lot, but every time I walk in, I kind of lean and over, look at the like the ordering board, like I'm okay, a whopper, okay. Let me go use, let me go wash my hands first, and then I go use the bathroom, and then I sneak out. <laughs> the one that like, I'm acknowledging, like, mm, what should I get? You know, let me use the bathroom, and then I'll come back and order. Yeah, just using any store's restroom and not <laughs> and not buying anything, just going in using it. I'll do that at Starbucks. Like if we're on a road trip, I'm like, stop at a Starbucks; they have the cleanest bathrooms. And I like walk in, I'm like, hi. <laughs> go there and then I'm like don't make eye contact walk right out I don't need anything right now okay what do you do if it's a Starbucks works I was at one of these in Green Valley and I walked in and I go I go beeline to the bathroom need the door code like, oh hi uh, can I get the door code for the bathroom I'll be and- right back to buy something <laughs> I just need to use the restroom first sure the door code let me take your order first and then I'll give you the door code no give me the door code first and then you can get my order <laughs> What about what about when you're driving like on the freeway and there is a cop oh. and you pass them? Does even though like maybe it's not you're not like speeding. Let's say they're only going like 60 60 and uh-huh. it's 65 and you're going 65 and you pass them. I always tense up. I'm like I'm not going I I'm not going over speed limit. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And I'm like hey, looking at my rearview mirror like please don't find a reason to pull me over. Oh my gosh. I always feel like that's illegal to pass them. You know the people behind her like, she's doing it. Oh my gosh. She's she's going to do it. She's going to pass them. Okay, should I pass them? No, she passed them. And police officers, are you aware of that? Of all the cars that are behind you that are afraid to pass you and afraid to make a move because we think you're going to pull us over immediately for passing you. 
Oh, that yeah, that is a stress. I, they probably they probably hate it. They're probably like, why are you going so slow? Just go. Or have you, you, when we go to the movies, I always buy popcorn, so I don't feel guilty on that end. But we bring our red vines. I, I, I have to carry a big bag and I shove the red vines in my purse. And always when I'm walking in, I'm like, please don't do a bag check. They've never once in my life. Yeah, they bag ever check. bag checked. Yeah. Never. And even if they did, what are they going to do? You know? And so, yeah, I, uh, I always feel like that's illegal to bring in something into the movie theater. And then opening up too. Cause I do, I do sugar-free Red Bull to the movie theaters. If they sold them, I would buy them, but they don't sell Red Bull at movie theaters. And the opening of that Red Bull, it's like a bomb going off. Yeah, everyone's oh. like, oh, there's that guy. What about you, uh, Steph? Have you, is there something that feels illegal to you but isn't? I have two things. Last week we house sat for our friends Tom and Stella, but sleeping in their bed, it feels illegal. I'm glad I did it, but James did. And I said, I'm good. I'm going to sleep in the guest bedroom. So he did a couple of the first nights. I'm like, don't you think it's a little weird? He goes, yeah. After a while, <laughs> it felt weird. So he started sleeping with me in the guest bedroom. The second thing is when I see used cop cars, not the ones that are legit, but the ones that they sell afterwards mm-hmm. and they make new making models. And I'll see one behind me, kind of like what you guys feel when you pass the real one. But I'm seeing one. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a cop behind me. It's a cop behind me. Like, is this undercover? Then they just did a really bad job of being undercover. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was done up. I was saw one of the 215. He was, they had the lights on and everything. I'm like, that. that's a Ford Explorer. I know that's a highway patrol, but just something was off. And he had like a Golden Knights tags. Like, why would a police officer have like Vegas Golden Knights tags? And the side of his car said security patrol. I'm like, oh, it's from like an apartment complex or something. And I started sped past <laughs> what him. What are you going to do? <laughs> Catch me if you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The stress is real. Real. Oh, man. Yeah, I felt really bad. I was like, I should go back and buy something. No, I can't. I'm already gone. I just walked <laughs> out go of back. as fast as I could. And that was at the Bell's Factory uh, outlet mall? <laughs> yeah, that feels illegal, calling it Bell's, <laughs> it even does. though it's, it's it's not Bell's anymore. I, I just can't get out of that habit. I'm sorry. No, it shows you've been your true Las Vegas. <laughs> so call it that. Uh, caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. And, man, we got a great prize for you. This is a good prize. We've got a pair of tickets to see Bruno Mars. And not just any Bruno Mars show. How about on New Year's Eve? You want to go? Your ticket's right now. All you have to do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20's playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hi, Mindy. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, really good. You're caller 20. You're in for Heads Up. Woo! Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Okay. Don't be nervous. You can do it. Okay. Um, we've got these Bruno Mars tickets. They're, they're as good as yours. All you got to do is pick a category, get six answers in 60 seconds, and you win. So here are your categories to choose from. Do you want to go with Cooking Mama, um, Pumpkin Spice Latte, or Canned Goods? Um, let's do Cooking Mama. Cooking Mama it is. National Cooking Day was on Sunday. So these are all different cooking appliances or utensils, okay? Okay, okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. Mindy, very simple. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. You start now. If you're making pancakes, you use one of these to flip them. 
a spatula? Yes. You you cook them in, in like a frying what? Pan? Yes. Um, when you want to beat your eggs, you use one of these. A whisk? Yes. Um, if you want to flip something on the grill, you use a pair of these. Tongs? Yes. Um, if I'm going to cook something, I'm going to put it on the what? I'll turn the burner on on the what? So, yes, um, these are a, a, a kind of pan that they're really heavy and you can f- fry stuff in they, them. They season them. They're really good. Iron. What is that? Cast iron. Yes. yes you got nice. it. Okay. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Cast iron skillet for the win right there. Wow. That's strong. She's good. <laughs> I thought we might have some trouble with that one, but not at all. Mindy, you're going to go see Bruno Mars on New Year's Eve. We're talking Adobe Live, Park MGM. Congratulations. If you want to see Bruno Mars New Year's Eve, your ticket's tomorrow at 825. And then next hour, 940, tickets for you to go see Maroon 5. It's Mix 94.1. Someone got engaged. This is very exciting. I don't know them, but they got engaged. It's always fun Yay. hearing that news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're Steph's friends. Your friends got engaged yesterday? Yes. My friends Anthony and Jonathan, they got engaged in Paris. Oh, of all the places. Was it in front of the Eiffel Tower? You Of course. The Eiffel Tower is in the background. There's rose petals shaped as a heart with candles around it. It was so sweet hearing the story. We we FaceTimed them yesterday, but there were some mishaps along the way, which I think can happen to a lot of people. You're in the moment. You're not thinking clearly. You're so excited. So Jonathan proposed to Anthony, and Jonathan said during the proposal, he was reading the message, and while he was reading the message, he already got to the bottom of it. He says, will you marry me? But he forgot to kneel down. So he got to the point. He was like, oh, oh, but will you marry me? And he goes, oh, and then he goes down on one knee. Oh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Just don't answer that yet. Wait, 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 wait. So he forgets to kneel. And then the other thing he does is he gets the ring out and it's beautiful. But he forgot to put the ring on Anthony's finger. He's just, here you go. Oh, here, here, take it. Here it is. Here, catch. <laughs> Throws it at him. I guess Anthony was telling us that Anthony had to get the ring from him and put it on himself. Aww. I mean, what is like, you probably have so many nerves like going right at that moment that you just forget all these little things that you have to do. But that's super sweet. I'm sending you guys a picture right now. The the Anthony and Jonathan in the middle of the heart and our other two friends on the outside. But it's a it's it's so cute. Like the the ambiance. They had champagne. They had a I think a violinist was playing. Oh my gosh! Wow. The whole package. That's the thing, though, is is when it comes to engagement, if you're going to propose and you're planning on kneeling down, practice the kneel down. That's something I I had had my words in my mind. Uh, There are a couple of things that did go wrong, but the main thing was that wasn't my first time kneeling down in front of Laura saying words. And I remember like, okay, wait, I got to. It was just, I don't know. I you, can't you, get up. Yeah, you're nervous. <laughs> and so practice the whole thing. If you're rehearsing, don't just practice the words. Practice the process of the kneeling down and also the transporting of the ring, too, because my ring came in. It was like a, it was in a big case, and we were leaving the hotel, going to the area where I was going to propose, and I put it in my back pocket, and I get in the car, and I can't sit right because I got a ring in my back pocket. So I'm kind of like leaning in towards Laura as we're driving, and she's like, well, why are you sitting like that? I'm like, yeah, just, you know, nothing, just driving. It's these little things, little nuances. You, you need to practice everything before you do the proposal. That's a, but is there anyone that had an imperfect proposal and because of that, it was perfect? Like, who had a proposal 
mess up or something weird that happened or you forgot did anyone did that happen to anyone i i just think that when there's something memorable that happens that's what makes it perfect if even if everything doesn't go as you remember right that's super cute i saw a proposal on tiktok it was super it was so cute so it was these these two women and i can't remember where they were it was some public place but the one girl she goes down on one knee and she she uh presents the ring and the other girl she's like oh my gosh i can't believe this i can't believe this is happening she's turning around like no way and then out of her pocket she pulls out her ring and she goes down on one knee (laughs) it's like she was gonna propose but they were they just she realized oh you beat me to it but i have mine ready to go so they both were on one knee proposing to each other it was so adorable oh, your friend sevy sent us a picture jonathan what's the other guy's name and anthony so did they did anthony know that the proposal was taking place or they're walking in front of the eiffel tower uh and like oh look there's a nice beautiful rose petals in the shape of a heart what's that here for it was their first day in paris so he was extremely jet lagged he was like i'm ready to drink i'm ready to go and party so he they're like okay we're gonna go to the eiffel tower first so they're walking and he goes what are you guys talking about the eiffel tower is that way he goes oh no no everyone's trying to fend for jonathan it's that way it's that way and so he's like what the heck's going on oh look at these pretty flowers and john's like yeah stand right there and then there's a person that he hired this butler and the they were saying before that they went to the trip that I guess there's like a lot of pickpocketers there and like be careful there's a lot of thieves so Anthony saw this butler coming closer to him like hi I'm Francis or whatever his name was he goes What's up, Francis? And he starts backing away he from punches him. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know this guy. He looks sketchy in a butler suit. <laughs> oh, bonjour. Uh, your wallet, s'il vous plaît. Get out of here. I got no money. And then it ended up being the guy that was helping him with the proposal. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Do you ever make like couples names uh, like just based on them? It's like oh, Anthony and, and what? Jonathan. Like Janthony. They're, that's their couple's name. <laughs> like like you and you and Laura are, are Jora. <laughs> Stephanie, you and James are Stephanie, and, and then me and Matt were Mercedes. <laughs> I love that. Like, I always like to Brangelina couples. And yes. so I would love to hear what couples' names are. I love to look at our photos that we have in our group uh, text. There's the, the, James and Anthony together. Swipe. There they are together again. And there's Steph and James in the hot tub together. <laughs> what, a, what a combo. I love it. And then Mercedes' life is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes' life is beautiful. What's the last one after that? Uh, mine stops at yours. I can't swipe anymore. Uh, I think if you go to the group chat oh yeah oh it's a screenshot <laughs> it's a screenshot yeah you go to info oh yeah you go uh, scroll down <laughs> oh <laughs> wait where are we okay oh yeah what is wait what is this yeah, yeah you know what that is oh do you see what you last sent to the group yes chat? you know what? i sent that uh, no I said that because I was the day I was getting my blood work done, and there was a story about uh, someone's father who drank Red Bull all the time, and his blood was thick. And so when I went, that was saying, "This is my blood. That's oh. why it's a thick, it's a thick <laughs> substance." But looking at it now, the same way, it looks like a penis. In my in my picture right here, without, without moving. Seriously. I thought it was that one viral video from back in the day about the cup. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what it looks like. like yeah. Oh my oh. god! Yeah. No, it was a reference to my blood. <laughs> but I love the screenshots that are sent. That things happen online, and people and we screenshot uh-huh. them to each other. <laughs> Look what this happened! Screenshots. <laughs> so next hour, there's tickets for you to see Maroon Five. That's at nine forty. Up next is the Hot Three. What do you have for us? Okay, this morning we are going to talk about doing this will speed up aging. 
and it's even more so than smoking. We'll tell you what that is. Also, um, stress can make people focus more on this. We'll tell you what that is. And uh, an Uber driver just completely throws one of his guests under the bus when it comes to this guy's mistress. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Being unhappy or experiencing loneliness accelerates the aging process more than smoking. Researchers say unhappiness damages the body's biological clock, increasing the risk for Alzheimer's, diabetes, heart disease, other illnesses. They uh, report that they detecting they detected aging acceleration among people with a history of stroke, liver, and lung diseases, smoking, and in people with a vulnerable mental state. So keep that in mind. If you get upset about things, think about if it's really worth getting upset about. Some Sometimes like little things are just that, just little things, let them pass. But feeling hopeless, unhappy, and lonely showed a connection to increasing a patient's biological age more than the harmful impact of smoking, which is shocking. The findings are based on the first aging clock study of its kind, trained and verified with blood and biometric data from from almost 12,000 people. That's nuts to think that that's worse than smoking. So hey, someone's, well, well, are you a smoker? No, I've just, just been miserable for the past yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I'm lonely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's really sad. your heart. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, this morning, let's keep it on the same kind of uh, note. Let's talk about stress. Stress. <laughs> it can make people focus more on their spouse's bad habits. Researchers say this applies even to married couples that are still in that honeymoon phase of their relationship. A lot of studies have shown that stressful life circumstances can really affect how couples interact, but this new one shows that someone experiencing stress is more likely to notice their spouse's negative behavior. The negative actions included a spouse breaking a promise, showing anger or impatience, or criticizing their partner. The findings also suggest that those under stress were not any less likely to notice their partner's positive behavior, but they were more likely to notice the inconsiderate actions. So if your spouse starts to nitpicky for something, maybe that means a sign that they are stressed out. Exactly. Yeah. I put it back on them. Like, what's bothering you? I noticed you're nitpicking me a lot. Nothing. Stop nitpicking me. <laughs> you know, I read the study. This says when you do this that you're under a lot of stress. Let's talk about it. I heard it on Mercedes in the morning. Let me download the podcast. You can listen to it, honey. Stop talking to me. Exactly. You're annoying. Uh, finally, this morning, if you hate cheaters and you like like vigilante justice, you're going to love this lady. A no-nonsense Uber driver in Dallas posted a TikTok after she realized a passenger was cheating on his wife and decided to expose him for it. Her name is Ronnie, and late last week, she picked up a guy at his house and watched his wife and kids see him off. Then, once he was in the car, he asked her to make an extra stop. It turned out he was picking up his mistress Ooh. to take her on a trip. And the two of them kept bad-mouthing the wife in the back of the car. So without telling them, Ronnie changed her route. She backtracked five miles and went back to the guy's house. Oh, come on, Ronnie. And dropped them off in his front yard. She kicked him and his mistress out and left them there with all their luggage. She drove off after that, so she doesn't know for sure if he got caught. But she warned other cheaters, she'll do it again. 
for the, if the exact same thing ever happened. What was the rating after that? Did the guy oh. give her a five star after that? And then the dude and the, and, the, and the mistress didn't pick up. I'm like, where are you taking us? They're, I guess they're so just in, in engulfed in their conversation with each other. They didn't uh, realize they're going back to the guy's house. Like, I'm so conflicted on this. I am. I love what she did. I love that she she said, I will not, I will not stand for this. Well, part of me is like, dude, back to his house. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't know. I would be freaking out if my Uber driver started taking me back to my house when I did not ask them to. Like, I, and you had I, your mistress really, in the car? I'm really conflicted about this. And I think in the end she did a good thing, but that was still kind of like, ooh. Well, let's go, look, let's go deeper. Okay, so she drops him off, and the wife's like, oh, what's Tom doing back home? And who's with Tom? And why do they have luggage? And now that the family's going to have to deal with this now for the first time, and the kids are going to see this for the first time, dad and his mistress. But you know, if he's been lying about cheating on her, he's a good liar. So he will come up with something like, oh, this is my coworker, Sandy. She's accompanying me on this business trip. And our Uber driver uh, brought me back because I forgot a picture of you that I could put on my bedside table to remind me how much I love you. Right, Sandy. I tell you about her all the time. Oh, yes, Jonathan. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, he'll come up with some great idea. Quick on his feet. Yeah, exactly. That was good. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, coming up at the 9 o'clock hour, 940, tickets for you to see Maroon 5. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Halsey's so good. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Bruno Mars in concert New Year's Eve. You already have your New Year's Eve plans laid out for you. You're going to go see Bruno Mars. Those tickets uh, are tomorrow morning because this hour is Maroon 5, right? I'm doing a hard sell on Bruno Mars, but this hour we got Maroon yeah, 5 Yeah, Maroon tickets. 5 this hour. But there's just like so many shows, it's hard to keep track sometimes, I, you know? I know. And, and this radio station always has the best tickets all week long. Bruno Mars and, and Maroon 5 tickets. So 940 tickets to go see Maroon 5. I am looking at this like live coverage of Hurricane Ian moving ashore. And, and right now it's a category. It's category four. Wind speeds 155 miles per hour. The eye of the storm is about to hit. Florida and it's just like it's so it's so scary and they're showing some of the um the cities in its path and it's like Sarasota and it says says um uh Venice, Punta Gorda and then there's one that's in like inland more it is like the greatest city name I've ever heard. Okeechobee. Okeechobee. Is that how you say it? Okeechobee? Okeechobee. My uh, my parents got a place down there in Florida, Longboat Key, Sarasota. Uh-huh. They're in the eye of the storm. Oh no! Are they there right now? No, no, no. They're not down there. Oh uh, gosh! They have a condo down there, and I was just—I was texting them this morning. They're like, "Yeah, the, the places, their their area where their condo is. They have a bunch of friends that live down there, and everything. They've all been evacuated. Power shut off. Water shut off. Out of there. But they're—they're they're like the eye of the storm is literally coming right down oh, my parents' place. Oh, that's terrifying. And then I always—I will never not feel bad for these reporters that are out there in the eye of the storm, and they're like the winds whipping them. They can barely stand. And they're like, "We're here." <laughs> It's like, I would totally believe you if you were in the studio reporting this. You don't have to go out there for me. It's totally fine. Please get yourself to safety. There's no reason for you and that poor cameraman to be out there. When everyone is leaving, driving inland, trying to get out of there, and you're driving into it, it's like, uh... Can I just stay in the studio? I know. But I like that name, Okeechobee. That's That's a a, fun name. That's a great name. Did you know there's a city in Texas called Bangs? Bangs, Texas. Bangs. That's a bangs. Bangs, like you, you bangs. like you cut bangs. <laughs> Don't bangs. do bangs. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Bangs, bangs, Texas, and Okeechobee, Florida. I I don't know. I'm sure there's some other weird 
uh, or interesting city names, but those are two of my favorites. Bangs. There's, there's, one, there's a uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Yes, I know. Today call it TNC. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah, truth or, truth or Consequences. That's a that's a really good one. There's a, there was a wrestler, uh, Cactus Jack, and he was from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. And you're like, what? There's a place called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico? There is. I guess there's a place, maybe you know, because you lived in the D.C. area. There was a place called Fry's. Virginia? No, I didn't know a fries. fries. Like French fries? Fries, Virginia. Is it really? It's like fries and bangs. I I just I love these weird names. They're so they're so cute. What are some other fun like town and city names that are out there? In uh Colorado there's a there's a town called Dinosaur. Dinosaur Colorado? Dinosaur Colorado, yeah. There's uh they're right by the Dinosaur National Monument. It's uh you know, it's a kind of tourist area, but yeah, that was uh, an interesting one there. We got a, isn't there a Las Vegas in New Mexico too? Yes, there is. That's Las confusing. Vegas. That, but not when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Las Vegas? Just, yeah, I've been to Las Vegas in New Mexico. <laughs> Trust me, you will not confuse it. Oh, uh, darn it. I booked the wrong trip. <laughs> Honey, where's you the Luxor? You get there and it's like, this is not what I expected. <laughs> uh, someone just texted, there is also another pl- a city in Virginia called Hurt. H-U-R-T. Oh, that makes me sad. They're hurt and hurt. Isn't there a hell? Like hell, Michigan, and there was like a radio thing. We're sending you to hell. Yeah, we're on a highway to hell. <laughs> That's not quirky. <laughs> so those tickets for you to see Maroon 5 this hour at 940. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Adam Levine is trending this morning. In case you missed it yesterday, we've been talking about it for, for the past 48 hours. Maroon 5, they announced that they'll be starting a Las Vegas residency in March at Dolby Live in Park MGM. We've got your tickets to give away here in just a few minutes. Well, Adam is in town early with... His pregnant wife, Bahati Prinsloo, and they're still going strong. Even after his cheating scandal, they arrived yesterday here in town for a couple's getaway and for Adam's charity performance this weekend to benefit the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation. Um, the couple seems to be doing fine, even though five women came forward this month claiming to have had various inappropriate conversations through DMs with the singer, with one of them even alleging a physical relationship with the singer, which Adam denies, by the way. But they seem happy um, as they arrived yesterday. So uh, I wonder if everything's good. What if she was cool with it, like going into it? Like she just knew, like, okay, you're going to do that. That's fine. You know, as long as you're dedicated to me at the end of the day and everything is, you know, what if she was just... That's kind of the relationship they had. We don't know. That's something that I heard a lot of people bring up. Like, what if this is their arrangement? Who are we to judge? Yeah. That is their arrangement, which is an excellent point. I didn't even think about that. Some people do have those kind of arrangements in their relationship. They're out there. Yeah. But so he's in town right now. Maybe he's listening. Hi. Yeah. Hi. You've been on our show before. Call us back, please. That would be fun. Yeah. We're giving away tickets to your show all week. We won't ask you any questions about that. Until the end of the interview. <laughs> hey, before you go, Adam. Just one last question. One last thing. Are you guys um, cool what, So what's up with that? No. Um, also trending this morning is Shakira. Spanish authorities cleared the way for prosecutors to pursue further legal action against the singer. So she is set to stand trial in her... million tax evasion case and a trial date. They haven't said it yet, but she faces a possible eight year sentence plus a large fine if she's found guilty of not paying taxes from 2012 to 2014. In July, she rejected a settlement offer in the case, which would have settled the case out of court. 
But um, she's denied any wrongdoing, and her PR firm says that she's paid what she owed, plus $3 million in interest. And the case really hinges on where Shakira lived during this two-year time span. She says she spent most of her time in her primary residence, which is in the Bahamas, while prosecutors are going to try to prove that she actually spent the majority of her time in Spain. I feel like she's confident in this move because if they they've, if they offered her a deal and she passed on it and she got I feel like she's confident in her in the decision she's made in the past like she she has a fair fight going into fighting the IRS. Well, that's great if you're confident, but uh, is your lawyer confident? Is my question. Yeah, that's a battle. <laughs> yeah. you go to court against the IRS. I mean, they're going to come in guns blazes. Hopefully, Ugh. she has everything lined up. But yeah, if she's if she passed up an offer for them to settle and so let's go to court. Hopefully she has her ducks in a row. Yeah, I hope so. And then finally, this morning, butterboards are trending. Move over charcuterie. Butterboards are here. It's the newest food trend that is taking over. So the internet is covering a board in spreadable butter and then covering that spreadable butter in toppings. Then guests will drip. They dip bread in there, crackers, veggies, all on the butter board. You can even use cream cheese instead of butter. They're both savory options like cream cheese and lox and onions and capers all on a board and you just dip like your bagel in there or sweet options like butter with fig jam and strawberries and honey and cinnamon and walnuts and you dip your your piece of bread in there and it, I mean they look beautiful. They look delicious. I just worry. I, I mean I don't love dips. I love dips for myself if I'm not sharing it, but just the idea of people possibly double dipping, yep. sticking that thing in there, putting it in their mouth, everyone hovering over it. I, I don't know. It's exposed to the uh, elements. Yeah, I get yeah, you. I, get I don't you. know, but they're big right now, butterboards, and that's what's trending. Yeah, there's Maroon 5 tickets. We have them at 940. Here are the details on the show. Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best. On Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Your caller 20. Yeah. Woo! Going to see Maroon 5, their brand new residency that starts next year. You're in for free. Congratulations. Oh, my God. I can't wait till next year now. Oh, you're all set, Lisa. You got to wait, but you're one of the first people to get the tickets. Congratulations. And we have these tickets all week long. We'll have them again tomorrow morning at 740 and 940. And Heather has a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Oh, man, what day is it? (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow. We've got a lot going on for you, including more tickets to see Maroon 5 and Bruno Mars all during our show. Make sure you are listening for that. We are out. J-Love up next. But first, it's the line of the day. Mercedes talked about a forgotten Taco Bell item. Do you remember there was like a mini menu at Taco Bell? I feel like that's what me and my friends used to get. It was like mini tacos, mini burritos, maybe even a mini tostada. And they were like 49 cents or maybe 79 cents, something like that. Did I dream that or did that actually happen? Was she dreaming this as we discovered during our 7 a.m. social? It was not a dream. It was a reality. Oh, 
Ah, the 39 cent Fiesta menu. Actually, I think they raised the prices when I discovered it. It was like 59 cents. Oh, they bumped it up. Yeah, yeah they realized you know. 39 cents Inflation. for a couple of tacos. Yeah, that was the 90s. Crazy <laughs> times. That'll do it for show number 1705 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.